Hello, it is October 31st, 2022, and today's card is again the Nine of Cups. That's the good news. The weird news is that I took a great amount of time this morning writing up the Thoth version of the Nine of Cups, which is a beautiful card, and I can't find it. I I don't know what happened. It got deleted. I'm looking at deleted notes. It's not there. It's not in the notes. So it's Halloween and somebody's having playing tricks on me. So I'm hoping it pops up out of nowhere later on because I actually really enjoyed writing about it. Um, But instead, I think what I'm going to do is read you a true ghost story again. Um, This is from uh, the first book also, uh, Rough Mix. And this is about the famous Texas ghosts that I wrote a song about. We were on the road opening for Sting one summer and had a bus. Bus drivers like to drive at night because there's less traffic, etc. And we would generally pull into the hotel in the morning with everybody still asleep on the bus. I was traveling with my cat, Bear, on that tour, and we pulled into the Driscoll Hotel in Austin pretty early in the morning. I have my luggage and Bear's travel kennel thing, so I would need to make two trips from the bus up to my room. I checked in and noticed the massive portrait of Colonel Driscoll behind the desk. I love old hotels and was struck by it right away. I hauled Bear in his kennel up to my room on the fifth floor and left him and headed back down to the bus for the rest of my luggage. But when I came back up to my room, the key wouldn't open the lock. And it wasn't one of those credit card plastic keys either. It was a proper, heavy, big brass one. Weird. I went down to the desk. My key won't work, I said. The guys behind the desk glanced at each other nervously. Would you like breakfast, one of them said, motioning towards the dining room off the lobby. Please have breakfast on the hotel until we can send an engineer up to let you in your room. Engineer, free breakfast, okay, I thought. So I took him up on it, and after a quick breakfast, we went up to the fifth floor. The engineer was nervous and fidgety, and stuck the key from his master key ring into the lock, turned it, and it opened easily. It was an off-kilter sort of day. The TV would work, and then it wouldn't. I kept dropping things. Things were falling off the bed, the desk. It was a late night being in Austin, and after the gig, we hung out with some friends. And I got back to the hotel around 3 a.m. When I got up to my room, Bear was odd. Cats at night should be bouncing off walls, or like my friend's cat, playing hockey with the, in the bathroom with bottle caps, slapping your head in the dark. Bear was huddled on the pillow in the middle of the bed. I started undressing and headed into the bathroom to shower when I had a strong feeling someone was watching me. I walked around the suite and drew the curtains. Although I was on the fifth floor and there was no one to see in the window, still I felt creepy, like someone was there. I took a bath and headed to bed. On the nightstand beside the bed was a small lamp with a pull chain, the old kind, with a silk shade. I pulled the chain. The light went out, and I turned over to sleep. The light came back on. I turned, reached over, and pulled the chain. The light went out. I turned over. The light came back on. 
It was starting to dawn on me there was something up here. I'd been feeling creepy all day, and now I was sure someone was messing with me. I turned over and pulled the chain again and waited in the dark. For not even a minute, the light came on again. I need a lot of sleep on the road, and it was almost 4 a.m. I reached over and pulled the cord out of the socket in the wall. I know you're here, I said out loud in the dark. I know you're here, and you won't hurt me, but I have to get to sleep. It's late, and I'm tired. Very slowly, as if a hand were pushing it from the other side, the heavy closet door opened. The closet light, which had been left on, shone out into a single beam onto the rug. As the door opened wider and wider, the beam of light from the closet grew wider and wider and longer until it finally shone right on me, by this time, sitting straight up in bed, naked, and in complete disbelief. Naked in bed, the ghost wanted to see me naked. That was it. He was watching me take a bath. He wanted to see me and wanted the light left on. Since then, I've learned that the Driscoll is famously haunted by a ghost that likes to have his way with the ladies, especially on the fifth floor, although he's been seen playing the piano in the mezzanine, these days kept locked closed. His ghostly activities have included slapping a drink out of a woman's hand in the bar, grabbing a female guest's ankle while she slept before disappearing under the bed. The woman called the desk hysterically, and a pair of nervous hotel security guards came up to her room, guns drawn, but wouldn't look under the bed. Whenever I'm in Austin, I stop at the Driscoll Bar. The veteran bartenders don't put much stock in the ghost stories, but I'm a believer for sure. So, there's a ghost story. Also, and you can find this online, uh, there's a famous story about Annie Lennox of the Arrhythmics um, taking a shower, and she had laid out all her choices for her wardrobe choices for the concert that evening, and she couldn't decide which one to wear. She went to take a shower, and she came out, and there was only one dress left on the bed. The rest of them had been hung up in the closet, and so that is what she wore. So today's card is the Nine of Cups again. We were lucky, and we're lucky enough to have it twice in the last, what, week or something? So I'm going to look for the piece that I wrote about the Thoth card and uh, post it when I find it. Meanwhile, have, a, have fun today.